Welcome to A Night's Respite, the podcast where Sir Lao and St. Godric take a break from their duties as knights to share their passion for LARPing and Renaissance festivals. Join us as we explore the world of medieval reenactment, discuss the latest trends in LARPing, and share tips and tricks for making the most of your Renaissance festival experience. Whether you're a seasoned knight or a curious onlooker, A Night's Respite is the perfect place to discover the magic of medieval times. So grab your sword and shield, and let's embark on this journey together. This is a night's respite. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of A Night's Respite, a podcast all about LARP, Renaissance fairs, and everything adjacent. I'm St. Godric. This is my good friend, Sir Lao Tzu. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Um, a little bit sore from a long day of kind of climbing, mm-hmm. going to the gym, but overall pretty good. Yeah, this dude's a, a crazy man over here. He goes, he's like, yeah, I'm climbing today and I'm going to run and I'm going to do CrossFit and I'm going. I'm, dude, you I didn't more say I was doing evening any, any I do of it well. It's all terrible, <laughs> but I don't know. You just got to go out there and get the reps in and, and experience it. And I don't know. feels good. Yeah, somehow I'm still a better fighter than you and I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> so today's topic is... <laughs> Today's topic is uh, one that's very near and dear to our hearts, and it is uh, going to be a more new player uh, friendly. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're you're haven't been to an event yet. You've been playing at a local chapter, a local group of your LARPer, uh, and you're getting ready to head to your first event. So today we're talking about things that we wish we would have known yep. before we went to the first event or like lessons we yep. learned. And so I was I was talking to Lao Tzu about this beforehand, and it's it's been a long time since my first event. So I'm trying to remember back. My first event was 2011. It was a oh, bridge. Yeah, you yeah, probably I didn't was know so that off day, right? on the, You started way before I did, about four or five years before I did. Yeah, you, you said three years, and I was like, yeah, hey, it's close <laughs> enough. Uh, so yeah, I started in 2011. Mm-hmm. And my first event was a Bridge Wars, which is a very competitive game. Uh, And this would have been, man, three Bridge Wars sites ago. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was was a long, long time Mm -hmm. ago. And I show up, I'm an 18-year-old kid, 19-year-old kid at the time, right? No idea. Only been at my local group of like 15 people. Never Mm -hmm. seen anything more than that. And our park was relatively new. We had only been a park. We'd only been a chapter for a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so completely green, right? I show up for a three-day camping LARP event with my single sword, my small shield, mm-hmm. my single tabard that was made out of a pillowcase that I had cut open <laughs> and sewn hand-sewn trim on. It was red with silver trim. I was very proud of that, <laughs> that piece of garb. Wore just that. I had two pairs of shorts and a pair of Toms were my shoes that I was fighting in. My $20 Walmart tent and a bag of chips. And I was going off to my first event. Mm-hmm. But man, I had so much fun and learned so uh, many things. And so today, this podcast, uh, we're going to go through and just kind of spitball a little yeah. bit, go back and forth between the the things that, that because we all have fun. We love our first events, hopefully, um, but to make it so maybe you can prep a little bit better, know what you're getting yourself into so that way you can go and have more fun. Yeah. So Lao Tzu, 
give me give me your first thing or how about this what was your first event yeah um and this does actually lead into the the first point um the first event i went to was 2016 um affectionately called heat keep because it was somewhere <laughs> around 230 to 250 degrees fahrenheit at all times um it was rough. oh my gosh like i, w- I was not prepared um it was it was so so rough and we'll get in that in a bit but um it was fun it really did set the bar high um <laughs> same thing i was not prepared at all um but like finding a little bit of a niche with certain people and um <clears throat> finding a niche on certain things to do kind of goes into a long way um and that's that's really hard mm-hmm. like in general i'm i'm pretty introverted um I try really hard at events to kind of be there for people and be present and kind of get out there and and do things. But um, naturally I'm, I'm an introvert and that can be hard to Mm -hmm. meet new people. And uh, one way to kind of remedy that a little bit is to actually do a little bit of research for your event. And this isn't just amp guard. This isn't just like bell or um, something. It's any LARPing event. Um, Mm -hmm whether it's buffer combat or SCA um, wearing real armor or just um, a parlor LARP. Like it it applies to all different areas of the LARPing world. Um, That's doing research. You got to know your, you got to know your rule set. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's just functionally how to, to interact Mm -hmm. with people and how to kind of be at home at the game. But even further than that is figuring out what actually is going on at the event before it's happening so that you can kind of have a little bit of a plan. You don't have to really like make an itemized list. Maybe you're, you're like that. I'm, I'm not a type A personality. I'm the opposite of that, (laughs) but some people might be, and you can, you can really make a kind of like itinerary on, um, Mm -hmm. how you're going to go about the event and ways that you can find those, um, opportunities is by researching the event beforehand, specifically looking at the different scheduled events, whether that's, excuse me, actual like fighting battle games, things like that, or like different, like crafting teaching sessions or like panels with Mm -hmm. some of the, um, big names in in your group in your area your kingdom whatever um so like finding those particular events mm-hmm. can go a real long way um especially on the crafting side well, if, oh yeah go ahead yeah so, well and if if you're a new player and you show up a lot of events not all mm-hmm. but a lot of events will have a specific new player hey if yeah. this is your first event come and spend 20 to 30 minutes with us and we're going to explain what's going on uh, some events call this a briefing some uh, some events is it's uh, you know newbie 101 there there are a few different names that you'll see for this mm-hmm. i highly recommend if your event has one of those and you see it on the schedule go to it in some events it's mandatory because yeah. they go through safety things. Mm-hmm. They go through some of those, but if, even if it's not, it's so valuable because you'll show up at this event and I promise you, there are going to be things going on that you have no idea what they are mm-hmm. and you wouldn't go to it otherwise, but they'll explain it. Oh, Hey, this drum circle. I don't, that for me, that's not something I particularly want to mm-hmm. go to like just reading that, but drum circle and Bardic 
and there's going to be a, a food competition going mm-hmm. on at the same time where like and you get some of that other the other information around mm-hmm. there so not only they're going to teach you how to play the game they're also they'll be able to help you know where to camp yeah. they'll know here's what's going to go on like that meeting is going to help you a lot with some of the like the practical questions of where do i park what do i do where are the bathrooms where what do I need to do? What do I need to wear? Those type of things mm-hmm. are generally covered in that new player briefing. Yeah. So go to that would be one of my big mm-hmm. tips. Yeah. And and what that's really good at um, is finding these different areas of the event, different areas of the game that you can create an identity. Um, and when I, when I say that, I don't mean... Um, like who you are in the game, but like in that two hour time spans, like I'm doing this, I'm not just a, a new player roaming around. I'm not just some rando um, roaming around trying to meet people, but it gives you like, all right, I'm participating in this. Um, I think just for instance, in our game, Kai does a really good job with a lot of um, their classes, especially like the glass etching class, which is super cool. If you see that whenever you're participating in that kind of that teaching event, that crafting event, at that time, like you're a person doing ANS, arts and sciences, mm-hmm. um, you're a person participating in that, and you have that in common with other people that are participating and the person teaching. So, like you have a little bit of identity at the time that you can really kind of resonate with and resonate with other people that give you the chance mm-hmm. to kind of, I don't know, meet new people. If it's your first event, um, a lot of times you'll have friends going at the same event that you knew back home, but they could be miles away um they could be doing their own thing um you you can't always necessarily rely on uh having that constant um uh, say companion the whole time hopefully you do hopefully your 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 friend helps you out with that but you can't not everyone can rely on that at least um so yeah when you when you get there there's i'm gonna spend just a moment talking about all of the different types of things that you generally can do because I know for me that was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So our game, the the main game that we play is Ampguard. It is a very battle heavy, uh, combat oriented LARP with a lot of spells and like D and D esque type of things thrown in. Mm-hmm. So if you want to play the actual game, there are going to be games, battle games going on throughout the whole weekend. Yep. You can find that on the schedule. You'll also find a lot of times there will be different tournaments going on. Mm-hmm. You can participate in these if you want. Even if you don't want to fight, you can go watch the tournament or go. You know, go see what the ANS, the arts and science stuff that's yeah. going on. Uh, there's also going to be classes, which is like what Lao Tzu was saying. One of my favorite parts to go and learn a new skill. This can be glass etching, this can be belt weaving, this can be fighting 101, mm-hmm. this can be a particular aspect of fighting. Hey, I'm trying to get better at sword yeah. and board, and you have right sword and shield. Um, and so, like, you could do classes. They also, a lot of LARPs will have uh, like an in character role play area where you can go and everybody who's hanging out in that area is going to be in character and there that's a fun way to mm-hmm. interact with people and make friends if that's something that, that you you think would be fun yeah. uh, a lot of times there are quests going on and there are quest givers and you can go and get a quest and some of them are just really random fetch quests like in video games but then some of them are weekend long quests that you got to mm-hmm. go and do a bunch of stuff um what can you think of any those are the main yeah. things i can think of do you, is there anything i'm no, missing no i mean that's big and every event's going to be a little bit different but um mm-hmm. finding kind of what you're comfortable with so i'm thinking back to to heat keep mm-hmm. like i wasn't super comfortable joining a crafting class um 
more just out of shyness than anything. I was very comfortable jumping on the battlefield. And I think you, you hit a, a, a really good point, which is kind of looking at the, the, the questing thing. Um, that's not generally my, my favorite thing to do. Uh, I do it and have fun. Um, but I was able to be put in a group with people um, that I've never met before, never talked to before, but for an hour or two hours, something like that, we were a team. So for the rest mm-hmm. of the event, it was like, oh, hey, um, I remember like Ariel and Finrear were on my team. I was like, hey, Finn, how's it going? Um, so I had someone to talk to and had a kind of mm-hmm. uh, a, a group activity, activity, uh, a communal activity that we had and, and shared that. So they can really give you a... Um, a way to connect with people if you're a little bit more on the shy side mm-hmm. or don't know how to like make those connections with people. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. participating in these events can go a long way. Um, we spend a good time on that. Um, another thing that pr- you should probably, and this I guess is in a similar vein, um, probably expect to prepare beforehand is really paying attention to the weather. And that's when I keep saying heat mm-hmm. keep, I was not ready. (laughs) I was not ready with the amount of water. I was not ready with enough sunscreen. I was not ready for a lot of like refilling with electrolytes and things like that. I was dying the whole thing. had a blast. Um, But I mean, that's something you have to look at. It's like, it may be heat keep. Mm -hmm. It may be frozen event or something like that. Um, So like actually preparing (laughs) for this goes a long way. Yeah, go ahead, Godric. Let me tell you about the first winter event I yeah. went to. It was terrible because not, I mean, the event was fun. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, naive 19 year old kid. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big camper growing up. We never really camped. I, I started camping for LARP. Yeah. I show up. It's me and one of my buddies, Ajax. We had a great time. We're none of us. No one else from our park was really there. We weren't in fighting companies yet. We weren't in any guilds yet. I mean, it was it was just he and I. No idea what's going on, right? In a very cheap, uninsulated sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a very not on an air mattress, not off the ground, not in you know. And I'm there. I've got my guard pants on. I've got a layer of sweatpants underneath it, a sweatshirt and a, and one basic tunic, Mm -hmm. no hats, no gloves, no multiple socks. I didn't know we needed to bring cash for firewood. I thought I could pay with my debit card (laughs) for the firewood. Couldn't do that. So we end up having to run into town to get cash at the ATM. We come back, we, you know, throw all this, the fire, we finally get a fire going. We go to bed we wake up at three in the morning, shivering cold, mm-hmm. have to go and get the, you know. So not only is it bring extra water, bring sunscreen in the in the very hot, but man, make sure you are insulated and have mold, more layers than what yeah. you need in the wintertime because it can be rough. Yes, and that's that's always the case. Uh, I mean, hopefully the weather's just lovely and great the first time you, you go. And sometimes it might be, especially in like in a spring event in the Midwest, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I always think of think of the weather being 10, 20 percent hotter or colder than what you expect and bring Mm -hmm. double the amount of clothes and what you think you need, because you're going to be sweating through it. And you don't want to be nasty the whole time or um, you may be freezing the whole time. So and especially if you're sweating after going out and fighting. So Mm -hmm. like the weather, I don't know, it's maybe not the most glamorous thing to talk about, but like preparing for that can go a long way for enjoying your Mm -hmm. first event. And uh, also figuring out how you're going to get out of the elements, um, go a long way. Like, um, you kind of 
mentioned about like that cheap Walmart tent, that's better than a lot of people. Um, you don't want to be sleeping in a porta potty or something like that. I remember there was an event that I just brought a hammock because I thought the weather was going to be nice. Um, this was, oh, oh man, I think I lied. Um, the first Kingdom event I went to was Guild Wars, which was a um, mm. complete R- role playing mm-hmm. event. Um, but the the first big Kingdom event was Keep. So we'll put a little asterisk on that. Um, but all I had was a, a camping hammock and it got real cold that night. I mean, I'm going to exaggerate and say it was negative four degrees whenever it was probably only like 42, but I was not prepared for, for that. in uh, the event and I actually went, man, 42 in a hammock is it, cold. You're telling me. So I actually like went <laughs> to my car, which I had a laundry basket in and just poured my laundry over top of me. So I had some sort of insulation. Um, and I mean, let's learn, man, like, you, you, you figure the stuff out. Um, so like, I don't know, being prepared for the unexpected and mm-hmm. like understanding that like temperature gradients are kind of a pretty big deal. Um, and there's, yeah, whenever you're out, especially in an event that is kind of further away, that there is uh, going to be some challenges and some differences there that maybe you don't have access to the same amenities like mm-hmm. air conditioning or heat that you would normally expect kind of just in general. Um, so being able to be a little self-sufficient there can go a long way, even if you don't need it. Well, and make sure if you think you're going to be there for three days, bring six outfits. If you think it's, mm-hmm. you know, you need two sweatshirts, bring three. Yep. I mean, there, there's you. It's always better to have way more than what you need and keep it in your car mm-hmm. than to be sitting there shivering yeah. or to or on the opposite end. Like I remember my first keep. It was not heat keep, the one that Latsu mm-hmm. was referencing, but my first keep, it was a five or six day event. And I came with three tunics. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Man, there's nothing worse than putting on a sweaty tunic. And it's been like two or three Mm -hmm. days since you wore it last. You think it's going to be dry. It's not because it's 100% humidity in the Midwest Mm -hmm. when at this event. And it was cotton. I hadn't gotten into linen (laughs) Mm -hmm. yet, right? And so you you put this thing back on and it's just, it was gross. It was not Mm -hmm. comfortable. Like, make sure you bring more than what you need. And if you don't need it, yep, just like putting on wet swim trunks, except funky. And, uh, you cannot bring enough pairs of socks. It doesn't matter. The event, it it could be perfect. It doesn't matter the season. Yeah. Changing your socks feels fantastic. And you should bring just boxes of them. (laughs) Um, cause it just works Mm -hmm. out like bringing tights that can be super handy, both in the, the heat and the, um, Mm -hmm the the cold um so just things like that can be a real quality of life um and uh yeah people people sleep on the tights dude i uh so my wife was really big in the lularoe type of legging type of Mm -hmm. stuff and i looked and looked and looked and finally there was two pairs of my fighting company colors and i'm like i got those man in the winter time those are fantastic because they because you can wear them under just a normal pair of guard pants and they don't like show a whole lot it's not like a pair of sweatpants mm-hmm. or something that's going to make you look like you invest in, <laughs> invest in a good pair of like therm of thermal underwear mm-hmm. or or tights or what they're, they'll they're go useful um like i usually mm-hmm. bring like one or two fresh pair that i've never worn before to events um and like mm-hmm. you may find that you like all of a sudden someone needs a new sword cover um don't use your used tights because that's gross but like cut off a leg of that fresh pair and there you go new sword mm-hmm. cover um that actually happened at uh 
Atreides knighting, he got a really nice pole arm, um, but it didn't have a cover on it yet. So I just went up, got mm. that two dollar pair of tights that um i just had in my bag still in the case and just cut off a leg and we put it over there and was able to use mm. it at the event um so it was, it was pretty neat um and Qu- question yeah. f- question for you okay. how much water how much water do you bring per day for an event never enough or how much water should you yeah, bring <laughs> never enough um like pallets sort well It'd be nice if you can bring jugs and things like that. So you're not having the single use plastic Mm -hmm. that that's definitely preferable. Um, But if the only alternative is to, to bring um, a big crate full of water bottles, like do it, Um, bring Gatorade coolers full of water. Like Mm -hmm. you can never bring enough water or power aids because you're going to be, especially in these summer events, losing electrolytes. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to refuel that Um, and always take advantage of, the water given at events um because mm-hmm. you never know whenever you're going to run out and you're going to be dehydrated um it's so easy to kind of forget that isn't it like it's like oh man i haven't drank water in an hour or two mm-hmm. and whenever you're out there running and sweating it, it takes a toll yep my, my go-to is a gallon per day and mm-hmm. i almost never actually finish that but at heat keep i did yep. like heat keep was rough yeah um and and that can go a long way into kind of the preparedness on on weather um so one thing i do want to kind of talk about this is for heat keeping um a way another way to kind of interact with people and like have a i'll say a purpose um so i like i said i'm naturally pretty shy especially whenever i was new to the game um and i didn't have anything to do i didn't look at the event or um didn't know really how to interact on kind of those kind of big kingdom levels. I didn't, I just didn't know anything. Um, but some people asked me to go. I'm like, yeah, sure. We'll go. Um, and like to this day, I still think one of the players in our game, Skiffy, who really gave me an identity in the game, which was like opportunities to volunteer. Um, I <laughs> didn't have any sort of direction or, or ways to meet people that well. Um, even the people I went with, I didn't know super well and I, like who I was camping with. And I'm like, I said, I'm shy. So I had a hard time with that. But whenever you're volunteering, like you, you have something that you're doing, you have, a, you have a purpose. Um, for me, I did a lot of the crying when it was like food and things like that. Just walking around site yelling is like spaghetti and 20 minutes or whatever. Um, but also just like setting up lighting, setting up, um, different, like if your event has like a court or some sort of big ceremony that takes a lot of setting up and a way to feel, I'll say feel valued and feel purposeful is to jump on these volunteer opportunities. And it's a way mm-hmm. to meet people that like they're, they're wanting to interact with you, whether it's being at the gate, like inter- interacting people as they come in, you're going to see every single person and talk to every single person that's there, which might make it a little bit easier for you down the road to like talk on the battlefield or like mm-hmm. group up with each other. So volunteering can go a real long way for on a, on a we'll say a self-serving side of things to give yourself mm-hmm. a lot of comfort and a lot of uh, mo direction and motivation and ways to interact with people in the game, whatever LARP you're doing. And it's also just good for running the event. Like that goes a long way to have people that are mm-hmm. right, ready and willing to volunteer. Um, so that's something I can recommend 10 times over. 
Well, and I, I would suggest if this is your first event and you want to do some service and you want to get connected, mm -hmm. there are a couple of different areas that you can serve in that are going to be fun, but are also going to put you in contact with a lot of different people, which is generally a good thing. So what Sam was saying, or Lao Tzu <laughs> was saying here, the uh, being sitting a gate shift, generally they're two or four hour gate shifts and everybody who comes through, you're going to you know take their money in, tell them where to go, give them their wristband and send them on their mm -hmm. way, get to meet a lot of people. Mm -hmm. In the Society for Creative Anachronism, uh, they have the SCA, they have that also. Yeah. But one of the ones that I think that they really, that I, I love, the king and the queen have re like essentially retainers mm -hmm. and you can volunteer because the king and the queen have to be present in one particular area for their courtly duties. Mm -hmm. And so they can't leave to go do stuff yeah. and so you you're their retainer for four hours or their yeah. attendant for for four mm -hmm. hours and hey can you go grab such and such i need to give them an, to give them an award and you go and find them and the king requests the presence of right yeah. or like hey they just need some water can you go and get but you mm -hmm. you not only do you get to meet you know the the, the king yeah. and the queen the big ups like that's that's pretty cool mm -hmm. but then you also get to be a helpful part and go and meet a lot of people and so if you can plug yourself into these service opportunities mm -hmm. that are going to put you in front of a lot of people i think that's yeah. a, a pretty good thing to yeah do. that's true and just not even like sea but across the board i mean that was my mm -hmm. experience in, in in my larp was i would find skiffies like hey what can i do to help and it sometimes it was just like go get water, but that gave me that gave me something to do, and it made me feel valued. Mm -hmm. And um, like she wasn't queen at the time or anything, but as the person running the event, and that, I mean that feels good to to help that person out, mm -hmm. and they definitely appreciate it. So that can go a real long way on um, keeping yourself mm -hmm. busy and keeping yourself occupied, and like having something uh, like a drive. But on the flip side of that. You really have to be able to re like refill your cup. You have to sometimes take some downtime for mm -hmm. yourself, um, especially if you're kind of an introvert like me and and kind of shy. Like you just gotta you gotta rest a little bit, whether it's going to town or or whatever. Like I think uh, your first event, you you ran into that issue a lot. You kind of ran out of steam, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I am one. I, I am an extrovert mm -hmm. and generally that doesn't, I don't, you know, get exhausted or I don't get anxious around people or anything like that. I'm a, I love to talk to everybody and I'll chat for as long as you want to chat noticed. generally. <laughs> I know my first keep that I went to was my first thousand person plus event mm -hmm. and I was overwhelmed. I had no, I didn't know that many people had no idea what was going on. I was still new to amp guard. So I wasn't super comfortable jumping into the battle games. Cause I felt that keep in particular is a fighting company based event for the most part. And so I wasn't a part of one of those. I didn't know the which rules. isn't true, but and that's then, how you felt. Yeah. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I go and, and I remember just having to go and, and sit in my car and turn the AC on and turn music on and just decompress mm -hmm. for 20 or 30 minutes and there's nothing wrong with that yeah this something i always try and tell people when you're out here you're paying to be here you're on vacation mm -hmm. like do do what it is that brings you joy if bringing you joy is fighting for 24 hours mm -hmm. well don't don't do it for 24 <laughs> you'll hurt yourself but Good if, catch. If, if, if 
Yeah, yeah. If if what brings you joy is the fighting aspect of the game, go and do mm-hmm. as much of that as you want. If if fighting sounds terrible to you and you're just there for the social aspect and that's what's fun mm-hmm. for you, man, go and go and do that. Do do the things that bring you joy and don't feel bad if you need to take a step yeah. back and recharge. Don't don't feel bad if like I personally, I'm not a big fan of night quest. That's not super fun mm-hmm. for me. I'm not going to, you know, diss on anybody who enjoys that, mm-hmm. but that's just not how I'm going to yeah. spend my time. Be be willing to say, "No, I'm good." Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to go over here and I'm going to relax. I'm going to do Yeah. You paid to be there. Yep. You're at an event. En- enjoy yourself. Have some fun. Yeah, and um I think you kind of hit on one point is like you shouldn't be feeling a lot of fear of missing out. Um it's it's really mm-hmm. easy to feel that. But if you are kind of running yourself ragged that it's going to be worse than missing out if every single thing you do after that, you're just so tired and, and, and can't, really can't handle it. Um, and for me, like that was always going in town and like going to a fast food joint and just mm-hmm. picking out on some food. One, it was just good for like sustaining yourself, but like I would just put on normal clothes because I didn't want to be out. I'm fine mm-hmm. with it now, but like at the time, I didn't want to be out in kind of nerd clothes out in the middle of town. So just being able to to sit and be by myself for a little bit in, in the cool, eat a lot of food that I liked, went a long way for recharging those batteries. Yeah, for sure. You'll do, you'll find the more that you go and camp and the more that you LARP, there will be certain things that you do that, like what Lao Tzu said, fills your cup mm-hmm. or recharges your battery while you're out there. And especially at the longer events, you need that. And one of the things for us, we, we can do a whole episode on the picky eaters club. <laughs> uh, Lao Tzu and I are both fairly picky eaters. Mm-hmm. And so there would be certain, we would look at the menu for the day and neat, we just didn't like what it was. Mm-hmm. And so we would go and it was a great time for us to hang out with each other and just kind of catch up sit Mm -hmm. in the ac go into town use clean restrooms eat good food Mm -hmm. you know and and just relax a little bit because it can be overwhelming uh, especially when you're new and heck i've been larping since 2010 2011 and i still do this every event so don't feel bad when you're at your first event Mm -hmm. if you get overwhelmed and need to relax go relax it's fine yeah, well, I think we're kind of running in on our time. Uh, Godric gets mm-hmm. mad at me if I sit and talk too long, so <laughs> we'll we'll be cognizant of the time for us. So you want to go ahead and lead us out? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, thank you so much for making it to the end of the second episode of A Night's Respite. We talked about things that we wish we would have known or key lessons we Mm -hmm. took away from our first event. Uh, If you have any ideas for topics that you'd like to see us uh, chat about, I should probably look at the camera. Uh, (laughs) If you have any ideas for for topics that you'd like for us to chat about, uh, feel free, drop those down in the description or in the the comments below. Uh, We read and, and do reply to all of those. So hit that like button if you got a lot. Of, uh, if you got any enjoyment or learned something new mm-hmm. out of this content, we really appreciate y'all. I'm St. Godric. That's Sir Lao Tzu. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time. See you, friends.